Alright, this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports show for another week. Papa Dude, are you ready to roll? Big weekend for college football. We got some classics, don't we? We do have some classics, and is it, I mean, for us, personally, it feels like we haven't played in like two months. I know it. I know it. I was thinking the same thing. It, I, it does. It, it feels like the Texas game was literally two months ago. It and really does. Yeah. It, it, it's almost like, oh, yeah, we, we still have a season. <laughs> We're well, only halfway it through. Our, yeah, it was almost like that was our season. So <laughs> there's no reason to play anymore. It, <laughs> it kind well, of felt like that. It kind of did. You do feel like that, but uh, you won't once it kicks off at 11 a.m. for us, yeah. at least, uh, yeah. on Saturday. You'll be right back into it for sure. All right, let's pull them up. Let's go through them. I think this is going to be, uh, like say, I think it's going to be a good show, and we're going to talk about the biggest game of the week first because it's the first kickoff of the Saturday, yeah. uh, this coming Saturday. Penn State, Ohio State, they're both 6-0. and They're both in the top 10, obviously. Uh, Ohio State, kind of the mainstay, kind of the team that everybody – you know, thinks is going to win a game like this. They've struggled this year to be six and oh, Penn State, kind of the up and comer. This is the proving game for Penn State. Yeah. Are they for real? Are they playoff contenders? Well, I'll say four and a half point favorite. Who you got? This is uh, one of those games that Penn State has not been able to win. You know, I was, I heard a couple of guys talking about it this morning. Uh, I think Franklin is one and eight against Ohio State. That's the uh, Penn State coach. I think he's one and eight. Maybe he's one and eight against them in Michigan put together. I don't know, but they don't win these games very often. And, you know, when you think about Penn State, what has been their problem? What's it been? No, it's easy. easy. Yeah, it's really a quarterback. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Ohio State's had a better quarterback in Michigan in the last few years, has too. And that's been a major difference. Yeah. And we don't know yet about Penn State even this year offensively. Mm. So the line is about probably where most people would put it. Uh, I think of all the years, they got a better chance this year than they have, don't you? I, I, I just don't know how good Ohio State is. Do you, do you agree with Dennis's comment? He says, my eyes say Penn State, but history says Ohio State. So he's going to go with his eyes in Penn State. Do you agree with that general premise of Yeah, Penn I State? do passes the eye test better than Ohio State so far. I, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State, I think, has played a better schedule than Penn State. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Penn State's been tested. Yeah. Therefore, that's why I'm going to go with Ohio State to win. They yeah. have been tested. I, I will read off Penn State. This may be why, and I'm not saying it's fully, but this may be why they pass the eye test. West Virginia – who is having a better season than we thought. They're not great. Delaware at Illinois, Iowa at Northwestern, and UMass. That's the six games for Penn State. Yeah, and and the only team they've played that's any good is Iowa. Exactly. And Iowa's the type of team, if you've got a really good defense, you're going to, you know, and and Penn State does, and they just shut them down. Yeah. Now, on the fifth, on the flip side, if you look at Ohio State, Indiana, nothing. Youngstown yeah. State, nothing. Western Kentucky, nothing. Notre Dame, I mean, that's the best win out of the two, or out of the two teams. That's the best win. Mm-hmm. Maryland and Purdue, they really 
I mean, Notre Dame, somebody, obviously. But other than okay. that game, they haven't played anybody either. Well, Maryland's decent. So, I, I mean, they're I'm decent. And, and also, Ohio State struggled with Maryland. That's right. So, I mean, is it a stigma with Penn State that they can't beat Ohio State? Is that in their heads? Are they destined to just be the third best team in the Big 12 or a Big 10 behind them in Michigan? I think it's I think it's hard to get to Ohio State and Michigan's level. I, I do too. I don't really think it's a Penn State problem. I think it's the whole rest of the Big 10 problem. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah. When you look at Penn State's schedule, my goodness, they've got at Ohio State, yeah. at Maryland, they have Michigan left. If they go th- run through this, there's no doubt they are the number one team in the country, don't you think? I would agree. Yeah. I I think whoever comes out of that big 10 is going to be that what you just think so too. Yeah. And this is the first one. This is the big one. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to take Penn state, but I just can't do it. Yeah. I I, I can't do it until I see it proven. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. And you know, Pedlo coming in, it's a 1.5 difference uh, on a neutral field. Seems like they want us to bet Ohio state. I'm going to do it, Pedlo. I'm with you. I'm going to take Penn State in the points. Similar reasoning. It feels like a little bit too many in this case. I kind of feel like if it's two and a half, I'll go ahead and take Ohio State. I think this is going to be really close. I think it's a field goal game. I think Penn State has the best chance yet to beat them. I do too, and I think the major reason this year is Ohio State offensively is down compared to what they have been. They can't go out there and score 40 points like they have in the past. And even, you know, against Maryland, they struggled and struggled and struggled, and they ran either interception back or a punt back or something to break that game open. And they only scored 31. So that gives Penn State a chance. And I agree with Jason. If they're ever going to beat them, this is the time to do it. Yeah, I was going to ask you that question as well, if you agreed with Jason. Uh, I I, I think. I agree with Jason as well. And I, I have tried, I've had a lot of trouble doing it, but I, at the end of the day, I put pen to paper on Penn state. I, I just feel like they're ready to go in there and win. And if they don't win, I feel like they're going to lose a really close game. Yeah. Uh, it, it feels to me a lot like last week with Oregon, Washington. I just felt like Oregon was good enough to go in there and beat them. And if they didn't beat them, it was going to be close. And that's what it was. This feels the same. Maybe Ohio state gets them. Maybe Penn State gets them. I want the plus point. Give me points in this game. Right, me too. That's why I'm taking Penn State. But it's tough. It's a, it's a, it's going to be a, this is going to be a hell of a game. And I think we're looking 24-21, something I think like that. You're right. That. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I just think don't think right. I don't think it's going to be that high scoring. And and when you look at the over under, you can see that Vegas doesn't think so either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, forty five and a half. And, and hey, 45 and a half, 24, 21, that, right. that hits, you know, the total they're thinking. Yeah, so that's what they're thinking. Vegas is thinking exactly how you're thinking. Yeah. I don't know how you, I, I say that I think if this game becomes a shootout, I think, I think that means Ohio State scoring a lot more than we expect. And I think Ohio State beats them. Oh, I, I really think Penn State needs to play kind of a more close, you know, Mm-hmm. type of like a more conservative type not i don't want to say conservative but just a lower scoring game more of a hard hitting 
in the trenches type of game. I'll say another thing too. It's hard for me to evaluate Penn State. I've not seen them hardly at all. Well, they're not. I mean, they they just they aren't playing. We watched them play Iowa, right? A little bit. Yeah. The game was so bad. Yeah. That you kind of turned it off at the half. You're like, I, I've seen this movie a thousand times. Yeah. Yeah. I well, I yeah. don't know how good their young quarterback is. What I'm trying to say, I don't know. I have not, and I don't think they do either. I don't think anybody really knows. For, I mean, I think people either buy into the hype or they think, oh, he's young and we'll see. And I don't think mm-hmm. anybody's going to know the answer until this game. I will say this for the Ohio State quarterback, the drive they made against Notre Dame to win the game, he made some plays. Yeah. He made some plays. So I've seen him do it when he had to. They, you know. they also, I agree with what you're saying, but they also, he threw a pick right to Notre Dame that got dropped. That's true. Or they lose that game 14 to 10 and you're exiting score, saying they scored 10 points. I mean, I know, I know. So does Penn state make that play that Notre Dame didn't make? I think that's they possible may. that they do. So yeah. I, it's I don't know. Game, and I wish we could watch it. I do wish we could watch it too. That's, yeah. that's a good segue to the next one here, Oklahoma and central Florida, Oklahoma back on the field. Like I said, it feels like it's been two months since we played a game. Um, they host Central Florida, Dylan Gabriel's old school, Jeff Levy's old school. Uh, so uh, interesting tidbits there for this. I think from a gambling perspective, Oklahoma's pretty incredible. They're 6-0 and against the spread this yes, year. <laughs> that kind of tells you they're due to lose a game against the spread because it's, it's really hard to win every week against the spread. They're 18-point favorites. That seems about right. Like I, I go into this game thinking, oh, you can cover. What about you? Well, I think they can. I'm a little bit worried about them being a little bit rusty. I yeah. know it's only been two weeks, but I think they could come out a little shaky. Uh, new found uh, dominance sort of thing, you know, like, hey, look at us. We're ranked sixth now. Yeah. Could be a little bit of a problem. Uh, Central Florida worries me because they're getting their quarterback back. Yep. He's been out. Uh they don't know how healthy he is. He had a knee problem and a lot of his strength is running the ball. So, you know, how healthy is he? Is he ready to go? We know they're innovative on offense and we know they're going to move the ball. Probably they've not been able to stop anybody. So that's the key. I'm looking for OU to struggle just a little bit like they did against uh, Iowa state. I, I think it yeah. could be that similar a game. The Oklahoma media is trying to make a big deal out of Levy uh has a grudge because he thought he was going to get the central florida job after hypo left and he's they're trying to blow this up as he's mad at central florida i don't know what the heck well there's pedlo saying the same thing yeah uh i think central florida took a good look at levy and said we ain't hiring him but anyway <laughs> that's just my opinion um anyway you can hire levy over malzone malzone or whatever his name i don't know I'm not high on him either anyway getting back to this i think it's going to be close i don't know if ou covers i don't know i'm a little little shaky on this one i can see this would be in 42 to 24 which would be a push yeah, well, maybe cover late. I think they're going to struggle a little bit in this game. Well, you talked about the the Iowa State game where OU did struggle early, and it, it you kind of looked up and you thought, well, they're they. I don't know if they're going to win. Number one, when it was early in the game, and, and number two is they're definitely not going to cover. And then they they ended up winning the game fifty to to uh, fifty to twenty. And yeah. so it's like, oh, well, they they covered, no problem, you know. Um, so I, I do think 
honestly, I, I think when all is said and done on this season, if the, if this, if the season goes, how we're kind of in the, in the direction we're going, let's call it. I think you're going to look at that Iowa state game as the day where the, where OU kind of offensively kind of woke up from whatever mm-hmm. slumber they had been in to start the season. It just, it just felt like Gabriel kind of took control a little bit. It, it kind of yeah. made it his, his position finally. And, he scored 50 on, on Iowa State. Then you watch Iowa State the next few weeks, and it's like, damn, that, that was pretty impressive. You got a horrible defense in Central Florida. I think if the OU offense does what they've been doing, I kind of think OU's going to cover. So I'm going to take OU plus, or excuse me, minus the 18. I, I think they'll give up some points, but I think they're going to score. I, I think it'll be something like 52 to, to, to 20, 52 to 20. Let's just say that. Oh, I hope. I hope so. <laughs> I, I do think. I do think logically, oh, you could could will struggle early. I, I mean, I just do. So, yeah. I, but I, listen, I I think OU offensively will be fired up. I I think that's just a natural thing with Gabriel and also off, with with Levy. So we'll see what happens. There. I think it'll be a heck. I, I I it's an interesting game, leading into two big ones coming up on the road. That's yep. going to define Oklahoma's season. I, I think this is, I think you bet the over. Yes. Because I think OU will look, even if they're out, they're totally ready to play. This is a hard offense to kind of contain. It is. They do all kinds of stuff. And if their quarterback's healthy, remember they haven't had him. Yep. And if he's healthy, uh, that's going to make a difference. I I could see the game being a little frustrating at times. And I I, I think, you know, the expectation level, it's going to be really interesting. People are going to be like, over the moon for this game, you know, and that expectation level is, well, I just hope we come out and play well is not, that's not a thing anymore. They're looking no. for dominance now. So right. yeah, we'll see. It is a letdown game though, without any doubt. So we'll see. It is, but they've had two weeks, so it's not really an excuse. Yeah. If they had no, to play last week, that would have been, and I guarantee you, if, if they let down, it's not because of the coaches. They've well, no. done everything they possibly can do to get this team ready. And honestly, this is this is why you know this was kind of the the selling point on Venables when they when he was hired way back. Hey, they they're going to play the same every week. You know, we're not going to have any of that that we had mm-hmm. under Lincoln Riley. So we haven't really had a, ever had a letdown game spot, right? Because we what has there been to let to be let down about? But <laughs> now we do. So we'll see how he comes out of it. All right, let's keep going. Navy and Air Force. Uh, that's right. Air Force is ranked. They're six and zero, oh, ten and a half point favorites on the road against Navy. Always a fun game when when mm-hmm. the uh, academy schools go at it. Who do you like in this one? Yes, and it's always a close game. Normal. Yep. Uh, last, uh, oh, I think it was Sunday. We did the eleven undefeated teams, and got into it just a little bit. And I've got everybody scheduled down. This Air Force team, they have a great chance to go undefeated. Mm-hmm. They're six and zero. Oh. This may be the second best team they got left on their schedule. Mm-hmm. It's three and three Navy. It's on the road. Uh, these are always tricky. The two teams know each other. They know their offenses. They both run the same thing. So these kind of games are hard. Ten and a half is a lot of points. Uh, I think Air Force is really pretty good. Navy's been playing a little better. So this is one I don't know. Look at that over under 34. <laughs> I would go over on yeah. this, I think. Uh, their schedule, they're at Navy. They got Colorado State. That's on the road, but they should win that. 
The Army comes to Air Force. They go to Hawaii. I think they've won one game. Mm-hmm. They have UNLV, which people haven't noticed. UNLV's five and one. Yeah, they're good. That's a pretty good. They haven't played anybody though. And then they end up the season in Boise, and Boise is down. This could be a twelve and zero team we're looking at here. Mm-hmm. The Air Force Academy. So I'm going to go ahead and take them and, and take them to cover. I think it'll be late though before they do. I think I think Navy covers. I think this will be a tight game. I, I think. You know, now Air Force is a ranked team coming in there, so it's yeah. extra motivation to come out and play their best. They probably don't need it, though. These academy schools always play really well, like you kind of mentioned when they play against each other. Give me Navy to cover in this game. I like Navy plus the 10 and a half. Uh, should be fun. If you like college football, that's a fun matchup for sure. Yeah. Now, Navy doesn't hate the Air Force like they do the Army. It's still a rivalry. You know, I read a book on that rivalry, and it was a really mm-hmm. good book uh, written by John Feinstein. He's one of the best writers there is. And he chronicled the Army-Navy game but threw the Air Force thing in there, too. They don't look at – Army and Navy looks at Air Force as total different. They, they look at them as they're not near as tough as us. Right. That's how they look at them. Right, yeah. <laughs> but still, it's a big game. Oh, it is. It yeah. is. It's a big game. Uh, but yeah, our Army Navy, that's that's the classic. But listen, when they when Air Force plays Army, when Air Force oh, plays yeah. Navy, it's still a big game. Yep. They circle that one for sure. All right, let's keep going. Let's see if the Ducks can bounce back this week. Boy, good game. Just a tough loss for them. Washington State at Oregon. Oregon, a 20-point favorite. Washington State got waxed at home against Arizona. What are they right now? Can they come back and make a game of this one this week? You got that right. What are they? Yeah. 44 to 6 on your home field. Yep. Uh, that Shocking. was just a meltdown. Now I I watched quite a bit of Arizona the week before against USC and uh they are coming on. They they've got an offense or quarterback's pretty good and they just went bare and just beat the crap out of the Cougs. How are they going to get ready this week? Of course Oregon's coming on the same thing. They got a oh that was a tough heartbreaking loss. They could have won that game just as easy as they lost it. So you got two teams coming off of disasters. Will Oregon bounce back? If they do, I think they cover. Uh, so I think they'll, I think I'm going to go with them because they're at home. Washington state's got to be scratching their head thinking what's wrong. Yeah. I think Oregon covers. Yeah. Give me the ducks. I, I, I think the ducks will have an easier time bouncing back because they are on their home field. They also, they are got a lot of veterans. They got veteran leadership at quarterback amongst other places. And I think, I think the rally cry for Oregon is look, we lost the game. Mm-hmm. We went out. It's not going to matter. We'll, we'll make it back where with Washington state, what, what, what do you really say? Right. It's just like, yeah, we were, we were terrible. We don't have a conference to go to next year. All of our goals of winning the PAC 12 or anything like that are gone. I don't know if they had those goals, but it's really no rallying cry. So I think mm-hmm. Oregon, will be the team that bounces back fast. Yeah, because Oregon is definitely in the playoff hunt if they win out. And and everybody watched that game. Everybody loved that game, had so much fun watching the game. Um, Yeah, exactly. Like People are going to be quick to jump back on that Oregon uh, bandwagon without any doubt. So, All right. This one I think is is extremely interesting. Tennessee and Alabama this week. Uh, Both teams have one loss. Uh, Alabama at home here, a a nine-and-a-half point favorite. Last year, it was one of the best games of the year. Tennessee was able to pull off the upset against Alabama. Tennessee doesn't look quite as good. Neither does Alabama this year. What's going to happen in this one? 
what was the score last year? Like 45 to 38 or something. It was a lot to a lot. I cannot remember exactly. (laughs) Something like that. They just went up and down the field on each other. I don't see that happening this year. I watched a lot of the Tennessee game last week because that was one of my best bets. And I don't see much of of an offense with Tennessee. I don't think they're very good. uh, They're tougher on defense than they've been. Yeah, and they won that game over A and M because of their defense, and couldn't say that last year. Uh, Alabama is the same way; yeah. they're not very good offensively, and uh, Arkansas gave them all they wanted. I, I I can't bet against Alabama, but I can bet against the points. I think this game's going to be closer than nine and a half, so I'm going to take Alabama to win, but I'll take the points with Tennessee. <sighs> Yeah, this is – I'm not – I'm going to stay away from this. This is a real tough one. Uh, Jason says he likes the balls and the points here. Thinks Bama will squeak out another three-point win. Um, you know, and, yeah, obviously, Shoddy still very mad at the loss last week. <laughs> Look, Alabama was getting ready to kind of just put them away. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, it looked like it was over, and then all of a sudden, Arkansas has got a chance to win the game, and they kind of just did Arkansas things and didn't, mm-hmm. but – I don't know if they were kind of maybe, maybe they were looking past them or or what. But gosh, there was just times in that game. It's like this Alabama team's not any good. And honestly, if Arkansas doesn't just play horrific defense in the first half, and sometimes you you get beat on a play, and hey, you're out there one on one, and a guy's just better than you, beat you. Arkansas's like they throw the ball and nobody's even around the guy. Like that happened like two or three times where it's like they're just blowing assignments. If Tennessee can come play sound football, I think they'll cover this. So I'm going to go Tennessee plus the nine and a half as well. I don't think either team's that good. No, for for their well, especially for Alabama standards. However, whoever wins this game, you're looking up and it's past the midpoint in the season, and they only have one loss. That's so. Right. This is, yeah, Alabama, uh, I just don't think they're going to lose this game. I was not impressed with Tennessee's quarterback at all in that Texas A&M game. And I just think you better have some sort of a quarterback if you're going to beat Alabama. I think you got to. I don't think they do have enough. And, And the key with Alabama, as far as Tennessee goes, you can't let them break a long one. Yep. You know, make them drive the ball. Yep. I think this could be a 20 to 17 type of game. You know, I really do. I think so too. And I think you're right. I think the key is, Hey, is that defense going to be good enough? That's the key uh, to the game and for Tennessee. Are they for real? Are they just like, well, they played A&M. They suck. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah they look great last week, but it's A&M. I don't know. And I think with Alabama, it seems to me when I watch Alabama, they're deadly going deep. Like they throw the deep ball mm-hmm. pretty darn well. Mm-hmm. To me, if you can cover the deep ball, and like you just said, make them drive it. I think you'll stop them. I do too. So um, I don't know. Can't give one. up that long pass. Can't do yep. it. You got to cover Kevin B is late to the party. We did talk about Penn state right off the bat. Uh, he is the Penn state Homer. James Franklin has covered 12 straight games. They're plus four and a half. So that kind of tells you, Hey, is, are they due to not cover or will he do it uh, again? So we'll see. KJ deserves better, Shoddy says. Talking about KJ Jefferson, I totally agree. And a lot of the Arkansas fans hate him. 
And it's like, he is like, if you have a hundred problems, he's 99 <laughs> or a hundred. I mean, <laughs> there's so the many problems. On the, the quarterback always gets the blame. Yeah. Always. Yeah. No yeah. matter what. And the play calling, I watched quite a bit of that game last week. It's weird. Some of the calls they make are kind of strange with him. You know, some of the, I don't know. It's yeah. sketchy what yeah. they're trying to do uh, yeah. with him. Yep. Yep. I agree. All right. Let's move on here. Let's see what, what happens uh, as we go on. Uh, Rob, we're going to talk about the NFL in just a second. We'll get through the college slate here. South Carolina and Missouri. That's up next here. South Carolina showed a little bit of life uh, last week. Uh, this is a huge, huge game for Missouri, who's now 6-1. and one. They went to Kentucky and won. Missouri minus seven and a half. This feels like a game. Kentucky, or excuse me, Missouri loses, but will they? Didn't they prove something to you last week? They did me. They did, but I still feel like this is one they might lose. But it's Spencer Rattler. You're right. Go Missouri. I agree. I can't. They may play him closer than seven and a half, but I just don't. I don't think he can go in there and do this. I, I, I'm pretty impressed with Missouri. I was impressed with when they beat Kansas State, mm-hmm. and I, I just kept thinking, well, they're not that good. They probably should have beat LSU, and they didn't. Um, and then come back against Kentucky after the LSU game uh, and thumped them, got behind, and then thump, thumped them pretty convincingly. I don't think Kentucky's very good, but still, South Carolina isn't either. If they were playing somebody a little bit better, I could take them. But I just don't. And Carolina's got some problems, too. They're bitching about the coach and stuff down there as well. So last year he was the greatest coach that ever was, and now they're all over him. So I like Missouri to cover. I'm going Tigers. I'll go with Missouri as well. Uh, the, I would not be shocked if they lose, though, because this is – we talk about we talked about with, like, Louisville – you know, when they went last week to Pitt and, and those teams in that mid area, right? And Missouri's yeah. one of those teams. These are the games that are the difference between a really, really good season for that okay. school or their normal season. They they have to win this game. This is the first game you look at it and go, you have to win. You have yeah. to win. Like the pressure is on you. You should win. You're at home. You got to win to keep the season going. That's when teams crumble at times like Missouri. Yeah. I'm with you though. Spencer Rattler sucks. He's always sucked. South Carolina's not very good. Missouri should beat him. So give if me Missouri can get pressure on him. They will beat him. Yeah. The thing with Missouri is they're looking at the, being the second best team in the uh, SEC. What are the East? Mm-hmm. They got Georgia and Tennessee ahead of them. Mm-hmm. They're looking at a huge bowl game. If they can split the Tennessee Georgia. And and I don't think Tennessee's that much better than Missouri. Mm-hmm. And if Georgia was coming to Columbia, that would I'd give Georgia or Missouri a, a chance. I don't with them having to go down there. Yeah. But you know, Missouri could go ten and two. Good. I mean, it's that's, there. Yep. That, that's how much this game means to them. Yep. Uh, by the way, I, Missouri would not be Georgia at Missouri. I didn't say they'd beat them. I just say they could give them a battle for a while. Missouri had a chance to beat a really big school, got way ahead of them, and still lost. I know. But Georgia doesn't have a quarterback now. No. Let's not forget that. 
That's true. All right. North Texas. And that is very true. That's something we'll talk about next week when George is back. Um, we'll move on this week though. North Texas at Tulane. Tulane's a 20 point favorite here against the mean green. Uh, I thought Tulane was really impressive against Memphis. I, I mean, yeah. when it comes to the smaller schools, I, they're the best in my opinion. What do you think about this 20 points? So that's a lot. That's a lot of points. And I think that Memphis game is a bit of a rivalry for Tulane. I mean, that seemed like it was yep. so watching that game. They both yep. those teams went at it pretty good. They could be a little down. North Texas can score some 20 is a lot. Uh, I think they, if they do cover it, it's going to be late. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and take Tulane to cover, but it's going to be late before they do. Yep. Give me, give me Tulane as well. And I think they, they cover it as well. You know, Kevin says North Texas is not the same old North Texas of the last three or four years. Hate the new coaching staff. We said it when it happened, they, they fired Seth Luttrell. Horrible, just horrific decision. Make no sense. Horrible decision. North Texas was awful. And he went down there and they were very good for their level. They yeah. were respectable. And then they fired. I, I couldn't believe that. I think they went to a bowl game almost every year he was there. Yeah. I mean, and they, they, they were want? they were good. I just horrible. Horrible decision. Yeah. But all right, let's move on. Minnesota and by the way, he's saying J- uh, James Madison, Madison better than Tulane. I th- I'd take Tulane. That's just me. You love James Madison, though. I know that. I do, but Tulane, I think, I, I, I think they're a little better than James Madison. That'd be a hell of a game, though. That'd be a great game. I'd love yep. to watch it for sure. Uh, Minnesota at Iowa. Iowa three and a half point favorite here as they try to have the improbable. <laughs> they got a great shot to go eleven and one to be they all. Started, oh yeah, but. This is a team they've struggled with over the years. Minnesota comes into Iowa. Uh, nice 2.30 afternoon nap time for a lot of people if you want to turn this on. Iowa minus three and a half. What do you think? Look at that over under. 31 and a half. Look at this. 31 and a half. <laughs> 31 and a half is the total for this game. I posed this question to you. We've been talking about this all year. The contract of their offensive coordinator is they have to they have to average twenty five yeah. points a game. Yeah, offensively, I don't know what it is, but I don't think it's anywhere close to twenty five. So what if they run the table? They go eleven and one. They big they win that side of the conference, which they will. Then they go play. <laughs> Michigan or Penn State or Ohio State get beat by 40, which they will. They go 11 and 2. Are you going to fire the offensive coordinator because he didn't get to 25? How can you do that? How could you possibly do that? I, I mean, can I answer it? Yeah, you can answer it. You watch this. This is a, this is a job. First of all, they're not going 11 and 1. They're going to lose a couple of these games. <laughs> They're they're so bad on offense. Still, it is a it's it's well, a didn't, nightmare. Didn't the they're kid they're get horrific? Didn't the, didn't the kid they get from Michigan? Didn't he get hurt too? Did uh, he? I, it you don't really just plug in <clears throat> random guy who's not very good. It doesn't really matter. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, when you sit and you analyze Iowa every year. And you look at the end of the season, how many games they've won over the years, in the last 23 years, where Avalon Forens has been there. 
It's incredible. It is. I agree, with they win. I agree with that. And they've rarely ever had a quarterback in all of those years. Not when that they, nobody's dynamic. Well, when they had an, a, a dynamic, decent quarterback once, they went to you know <laughs> one of the big – I think it was the Orange Bowl. They went to the Orange they Bowl. They have been to some big bowl games. Yeah. A lot of New Year's Day, New Year's Day games in Florida – like whatever they're called, that used to be the Citrus Bowl. Right. Yeah. They've been in that game a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, how they do it, I don't know. I well, I do know. Well, they're in the West part of the Big Ten, and they better thank God for that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Did to you? Me, I mean, here's the deal. He, this is his 25th year up there, and I mm-hmm. I get it. It's it's been a run. He's had a he's done a great job. Right. If I had to watch this every week, I probably would not like it. But but they win. They do win. Yeah. And no one has ever won like this at Iowa. No one. Yeah. And so to sit there and gripe about, yeah, I know it's boring. Yeah. But what they do with what they have, it's it's there. I agree. <laughs> it's just, did you think they would be Wisconsin? I didn't give them much of a chance. Well, I know Mordecai got hurt. Got I hurt also I know the time. Iowa quarterback got hurt, and That's I, right. it, but no, I didn't. Mm-mm. I didn't. So, but, but but when you can't score, and you play a team like Minnesota, that has a very good defense. You're prone to lose because some crazy things can happen. You can get a punt block. Well, you can pick up a fumble and run it in. And then you're behind the eight ball with an offense that can't score. <laughs> yep. Well, and, and Pedro makes a good point. Would Iowa rather be Nebraska? Because that's that's your other option, right? I mean, you'd rather be this than, than Nebraska. That's for sure. And, and Hawks All Day makes a good point. Who would you rather be a fan of in the West? <laughs> I mean, well, I was the number Wisconsin, one team in the West. Wisconsin's been better the last few years. They're Has down. Wisconsin really been better the last few years, or does was or do you think well, that because they're Wisconsin? They've won. They've they've go back Wisconsin. ten years. Yes. Well, 10 years, yes, but, I mean, you look at Wisconsin, like, yeah, 15, 16, 17, they were good. After that, the big the big in Iowa, just in a just in a, a red uniform, really. The Big Ten West is horrible. Yeah. There's no question about it. Yeah. And I guess you could say probably have won more games than anybody else in the last 10 years in the Big Ten West. Wisconsin probably has more than them because of those years about yeah, eight, they, seven, eight years ago back. Yeah. But well, yeah. So yeah, they are fortunate that they're in the big 10 West. Yeah. Uh, okay. So they did go to the Rose bowl in the past 10 years. They've been to the Rose bowl. They've been to the orange bowl. I mean, they've been everywhere. They under, have. Under and you front. want to fire this yeah. coach? I mean, and you got, I listen, I think he's a great coach. He's a great coach. I do. I absolutely do. But I don't know why they can't get a quarterback. You would think I don't know. they could find somebody. Yeah. Somewhere. They have a tremendous fan base. Yeah. That place is packed every game. 
uh, you know, Hawkeyes, they're, they're, they, they love their sports. They're like Iowa for State. Sure. For sure. Man, yep. those people in Iowa, they support those teams. Yep. Uh, I would say Iowa City is probably a pretty cool place. I've never been there. Uh, but they just don't have any recruiting base whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for instance, doesn't get the credit he deserves. This guy is a great coach. Yep. Winning the way they do, they win with defense kicking game fundamentals that's well, how they win and i'll say this like you know people are on brian ferentz i'm sure the nepotism thing is huge and you know i'm yeah. sure locally that's a big big deal the one thing i'll come out and say is this team is no different from 15 years ago no. i mean they they they've never had a dynamic offense i no. can't remember the kid's name um He's a little guy, single number that was really good and their offense was good when they had him i can't remember his name they've had some tight ends that have been really good <laughs> right oh well yeah i mean they've been good at a lot of other places. okay what do you want them to do you want to go out there and throw four passes or three passes and all of them incomplete you run off 10 seconds and punt the freaking ball back well, is yeah that, i mean that's they're gonna do they're gonna they're gonna try to hammer out a couple of first downs play field position yep. with that great defense ah, thank you that would bother me drew tate that's right yeah anyway yeah yeah so and and then beat these teams that are just like they are by out coaching them, out fundamental them, and just doing the right things. But of their schedule that they have left, I think the toughest game is at Nebraska. Which is saying something. <laughs> I mean, it's here. Tell you what, let's pull it up for the since we're stuck on Iowa football. But I love Iowa football. Joy. Well, I don't. Joy for me. Uh, Minnesota, Northwestern, Rutgers, Illinois. Four straight, all four games at home. Yes. I mean, you got to win all those games, and then, like, say at Nebraska. So they have a damn good chance to go eleven and one. I mean, Northwestern, Rutgers, Illinois. But again, here's what's going to happen: but they can They're lose gonna, any of them. They will lose one of these games. They will because you're going to get in a game where you where you not you're not quite as sharp, and you don't have anything to overcome your issues that you're having. You yeah. don't have a quarterback or any offense at all that can go out and make a couple big plays and get you right back in it. I hope, oh, I oh, pray this happens. They go 11 and one. They average 21 points a game. And they got to make a decision whether they fire the offensive coordinator or not. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think I, down deep, those idiots up there did that, hoping that, for instance, the dad, the head yeah. coach would quit. I think they'd love to get rid of him. I really do. I, I think Minnesota's going to beat Iowa this week. You do? Yeah. I, do. I think Minnesota wins the game. 12 After all this 10. talk, I think Minnesota's going to go in there and beat them. 12 to 10. <laughs> At 31 and a half, I would still play the under. Yeah. And then you ask me, why would, well, why would you fire the offensive coordinator? Well, this is why, like, and if they had like, I forget who said it, who said it up here? Hold on. Hawks, you said it. If they had an offense that was decent, they could get in that conversation, but you know, they're not going to be because they can't, they literally can't score when they play Penn state, Ohio state, Michigan. We're not talking about, they score like 15 or sorry, 14, 21 points. Talking, they can't get one point when they play a team like that. Where are they going to get the players? That's what I want to know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. 
No. Iowa high school. I don't. Kevin, think. have you watched Iowa? Are they not gross? This is they're two gross teams. I I'm just feel like one. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, hopefully they win. Hopefully they win. So. <laughs> All right. Okay. I just took Minnesota just to kind of balance this conversation. This would be the game that Iowa would lose. Yes, I agree. They're going to lose one of them. Maybe it's not this week. Give me. I tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll split the difference. Minnesota plus three and a half. Not Minnesota outright. <laughs> okay, then we could all be right. Iowa's great, and Minnesota covers. So, <laughs> all right, let's be fun. Speaking of a team that we all love, how about the Texas Longhorns? They're back in action this week, coming off of a loss uh, in the uh, Cotton Bowl down in Dallas to Oklahoma. But they get Houston this week. They're on the road. They're twenty-three and a half point favorites. Who you got in this one? How about Houston last week? What a win for them. Pulling huge win. out of West Virginia. Yep, yeah. huge win. Oh, I don't know. This one, Texas plays. They ought to just beat the snot out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know whether they're – here's the thing with Texas. I think they're very, very good. I do. Mm-hmm. I don't – I'm not sure about their quarterback. I think he's okay. If, if you can get any pressure on him, I don't think he's that good. I think they got athletes all over the field. I don't. I've not seen Houston much at all. Uh, they'll be ready to play. Twenty-three and a half is a bunch. I'm going to take Houston and the points. I, I think. I think what OU did was was hey, front four. It's you. We we got to drop guys back in coverage. These guys are too good. We can't cover them. And OU's front four, at least for two and a half, three quarters, yeah. they were able to get to the quarterback. And like you said, made life difficult on him. You saw it, though, even in the OU game. When OU didn't get to him, they picked them apart. Right. You I don't see how Houston's it. getting to this guy. So I think Ewers has a big day. I think Texas rolls in this one. I think they'll bounce back. Texas, same as Oregon. You Here's how you, here's how you, you rally the troops, right? You go out there and you say, look, we went out. We're in the playoff. Oh, easy. Okay, we're back to being focused. Even though we lost, we're right back to being focused. You know, one thing about Texas, I know in the years when Mac Brown was there and OU humiliated him a couple times, the next week, and every once in a while, they had a really tough game the next yeah. week after getting beat 63 to 14. They came back mm-hmm. and won. Mm-hmm. They do. They bounced back. They've had a couple of weeks. They did not play a bad game. They just came up short. And, you know, I still think they're very, very good. I really don't want to play them again. And Mark, Mark's team's played Texas as well, and I, he sees the same thing. Your front four has to be really good. Oh, they do. If you start sending people, they're going to burn you. Yeah. You've got to be really good on the front four. you got to be able to handle their offensive line, and you got to be able to cover just well enough, right? So that's, that is the key. None of these things Houston's going to be able to do. Spoiler alert. That is not happening this week with the Cougs. So give me Texas big. Speaking of Mac Brown, what a job he's doing there at North Carolina. I was pretty skeptical that he would be able to do much there. He's been very good. And this year they're up to number 10. They're six and oh, they got Virginia 23 and a half point favorites. What do you got? Can he coach? He can coach. Can he? I've been really, really impressed. This this has been maybe his most impressive because well, you know Texas hadn't been worth a shit since he left. Not no. not consistently. This year they, is the best they've been. That's right. Since he left. And what have they gone through? What three or four coaches since yes. then? Yes. And this is number three. He got, so he was at North Carolina before he went 
to Texas. Mm -hmm. And he had like two or three 10 win seasons at North Carolina. Then he went to Texas and then he retired. And then they asked him to come back to North Carolina when they were horrible. Yep. And look what they've done. And he was at, by that time, like, Mac Brown kind of got ran out of Texas. He was he didn't get run out. He was kind of just a forgotten guy. And yeah, listen, Mac Brown's not a guy I was real fond of when he was at Texas. That's just natural. Oh, I was never going to be, but yeah. God damn, like give him his props. He's got <laughs> a hell of a job. He can recruit. He can yeah. coach. He can organize. He's always got a quarterback. And yeah. by the way, Texas doesn't as that's been their problem until the last couple of years. They didn't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mac Brown always had a quarterback that was pretty good. Yep. And that's the whole key. So yeah, uh easy. If they're not, if they don't let down, they they should cover this one pretty. I think that line again, I don't think they're getting enough respect. And Kevin, I, I I'm gonna jump in on a couple of your comments here because I think this is the definition of a really good college coach. He says, I think Mac recruits really, really well, and I think that's obvious. The track that record is. is there. And then he says, less of an X's and O guy, but gets good coordinators. Again, I, I think the head coach has got to get the players. He's got to recruit well. Yep. You better have the whole team's respect, whether you're an X and O guy or not. Whether you say something, they're going to listen to you. I think he has that. And, yeah, maybe he's not like this genius on the X's and O's, but if he knows that and he gets good coordinators, that doesn't really matter. doesn't matter. I think that's the definition of how this guy is a Hall of Fame coach. I mean – I, I can't say enough good things about him, and it's not a guy I've ever really been fond of. But no. what he's done here has been incredible. Even even the mild successes they've had before this season been really good. Like he got that program back to where it's a it's a tough to beat North Carolina again. It is, and that hadn't happened since he left. Since so. he left, and that's the proof right there. Right. Yes. And guess what? He used to be an offensive coordinator, so he does know X's and O's. He may not be the defensive guy, but he knows offense. Yeah, and, and it's proof. You look at the quarterbacks this guy's yeah. been able to get. And listen, okay, you're at Texas and you had that great run of quarterbacks. He comes to North Carolina, like I said, they're not very good. These quarterbacks have been great that they've had, including Drake May, who they've got now, who yeah. is he's excellent. He's a good quarterback. So you got to give him a ton of credit. And, Again, and I, they're looking, they're looking at eight and oh. Yeah. Nine and oh. And they end up, they got a three-game season because they got Virginia at Georgia Tech, Campbell, that'll be a toughie. Yeah. And they got Duke, but Duke's at Chapel Hill. That'll be tough, though. Mm -hmm. And they got to go to Clemson. And they got to go to North Carolina State, which is a big rivalry. So that's what they got to go through to finish undefeated, and then they would have to probably play Florida State in the ACC championship game. I think they can beat them. I mean, I, I really, I like this team. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see Got a long happens. ways to go. Yep. It might all fall apart, but yep. I don't know. I kind of like this team. All right, let's keep going. Ole Miss and Auburn <laughs> next. Ole Miss, uh, you know, they had the game against Alabama where it didn't go very well for them in a game. I thought they might be able to get over the hump, but they've been pretty good everywhere else, mm-hmm. right? They go to Auburn. Uh, some weeks I watch Auburn and think they're the worst team in the SEC other than Vanderbilt. Other weeks I watch them and go, well, maybe they've got a pulse. Is there any kind of an upset going to looming or kind of looming here at Jordan Hare on Saturday? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, they got thumped at LSU. Auburn did. Mm-hmm. And that was LSU, you know, coming off some struggles. So I, LSU, I think, starting to get some things straightened out. 
I think this will be a, a tough t- game for a while because it's on the road for Mississippi. But I think they're better. Six and a half. I'm going to go ahead and lay my money on the Rebels. Yeah, I think the Rebels are going to win this one as well. We could see a fight, though. Night game. I mean, I, I don't know. Auburn, yeah, I like that. The cow surprised me. We'll see here. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State, another night game here at East Lansing. Uh, this is a bad team. This is a bad Michigan State team. They've they've had their, their problems. Michigan yep. continues to play nobody. They play nobody again this week. It's going to get tough after this, or well, mm-hmm. after the next one. But I mean, any any challenge here? Michigan twenty four point favorites. Well, maybe they can. Maybe Michigan State can beat them in a boxing match. Maybe they do need to have a boxing match out right. there. Right? They ain't going to beat them in football. So I'm going Michigan to slaughter their ass. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy when you think about it. Michigan's going to play nine very, very interesting or or, or horrible teams. I should oh, say. Horrible. And then they play at Penn State, at Maryland, and then the Ohio State game. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think was Michigan, I would have wanted to have at least one test in there, but they really haven't. You'd love to, have, if you're Michigan, you'd love to have that Maryland game before the big two, yes. you know, even no though doubt. Maryland's not great, it's still somebody, you know. That's right. Um, all right, let's keep going here. Duke and Florida State, Florida State, 14 and a half point favorites here at home against Duke. Duke's been good. I mean, they've, they've been solid. Yeah. One, Boy, just one, like, got to get one first down or get one stop against Notre Dame away from being undefeated. Yep. Seminoles, first big test since uh, the Clemson game. They've kind of just, they slept walk a little bit, but but they're they, they're here. They're 6-0. and It doesn't matter now. How are they going to do against Duke on Saturday night? This is, this is uh, kind of a uh, big line, I think. I think Duke's pretty good. Yeah. I do. Got to go to Tallahassee, though. You know the Seminoles are ready for them. This could easily be two 6-0 teams going at one another. I'm going to take Florida State to cover it late. I think it's going to go one way or another on the cover, right? Like, I think it's going to be uh, Duke Duke backdoors it or Florida State's up 14 and they, they cover it late. I, I think Florida State. I'm going to go Florida State, but it's an interesting game. We'll see where it Duke's is. at. I, I still am not, and maybe I should be, but I'm not totally sold on Duke. Um, but I'm not totally sold on Florida State. Either. I'm not really either. I, I hate to say it, but I don't know. I'm with you on that one. I'm with they you should on have one. lost at Clemson. They should have lost at Clemson. Um, their win against LSU, I don't think it looks quite as good as it did when it no. happened. No. Yeah. All right. Army and LSU. Speaking of LSU, they get Army this weekend. 31-point favorites for LSU. I'm taking Army plus the points. Well... I am too because I've seen what Army does to teams, you know. Yeah, I think they'll keep it close. If they can hammer out, and here's the deal: LSU does not have a very good defense. Yeah. So, what Army tries to do is run clock. We saw him do it against OU and almost beat him mm-hmm. against the same type of team. Oklahoma had no defense. Yep. Had to beat him in overtime. I think that Army team was a lot better. They were. Us. And that's yeah. the difference. But 31's a lot. Um, it's all going to depend on if they can control the ball. If they can, I think they can keep that under 31. If not, they may get blown out of Baton Rouge. So I don't know. I'll take army. I think, I think they'll, they'll definitely, um, I think they'll definitely keep it close. I, I just, you look at this LSU team, everybody's been able to keep it close. Now they won't be able to stop them, but I don't have a lot of confidence LSU will stop their offense. No, I think they can control the ball. 
All right, let's keep it going. Utah and USC. Uh, first of all, Utah quarterback Cam Rising. It sounds to me like medical redshirt is what's going to happen yeah. with him. He is not going to be back. I mean, unless it's some kind of really shocking development. That, that definitely sounds like we can close the door on that. USC seven-point favorite trying to bounce back. Who you got? Well, is this not kind of the same type of game as we had last week? Just one difference there at home? Yes. You have a team in Utah that physical physically will knock the crap out of you and hit you right in the mouth and aren't afraid of anybody, but they don't have the quarterback Notre Dame had, even though he really didn't do anything to win the game for Notre Dame. I didn't think he wasn't that much of a factor in the game. I was seeing some stats in that game. Aaron, I don't know if you've seen them. Notre Dame only had over like 250 yep. yards of offense. Yep. Yep. So USC beat USC when you get right down to it, yep. you know? Oh, 100%. Yeah. All the turnovers, the uh, kickoff return, just all that stuff. I, I think they're going to win. I'm going to pick them because I just, I don't think they can play any worse mm-hmm. than they did. And Utah just hasn't shown enough offense. How's all? How are they? I mean, I know USC's bad on defense, but their defense did not beat them in that Notre Dame game. Right. Caleb Williams cannot play as bad. Uh, I just, I just am having a hard time picking Utah to win. However, seven points, I don't think they should be favored by seven. This is a tough game to figure, don't you think? It is. It's a tough game because it's like, you know, can Utah move the ball enough? And I don't know the answer to that. Um, I think USC is going to bounce back. I think they're going to win this one. I I would take the seven because I feel like Utah wins a close one or USC wins by like 20. Because my fear, well, not my fear, but my thought is Utah's not going to be good enough to move the ball. I don't uh, think so either. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. I don't think USC's problem is their rush defense. Mm-mm. And I think that and Utah's gonna have to run the ball mm-hmm. consistently. Well, and you them. said it, USC beat themselves. They did. They were awful. Three what was it, four turnovers and a kick return for a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, and that's like a turnover in itself. Yeah, right. They just couldn't get anything and 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 gave Notre Dame field position from the turnovers. Yep. And um, another time uh, Caleb overthrew somebody that was wide open. I mean, they're just, they just played just awful. He didn't play very well. He, he really played bad. He did. He, he There's was, no way around it. it yeah. and, and Notre Dame got pressure on him. But that, that's another thing you would think Utah's going to be able to get after him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so this game is, I, I there's no way I'm betting this game. No way. I don't know what's going to happen. I just don't know. One thing I'll touch on, and and you out there, you could take this however you want to take it, but this is just my personal and yours personal kind of uh, experience. So Lincoln Riley, very much rumored to be going to the NFL after the season. That is a hot, hot rumor out there. Many of the national shows are, are talking about it. Uh, there's a report from uh, one of the reporters at USC not at the school, but covers USC, one of the websites saying 
He knows that Lincoln Riley, for a fact, is putting out feelers to try to get to the NFL. You you, you rewind it back two years ago when mm-hmm. OU had a bye week. They had three games left in the season. They were 9-0. and They were undefeated. OU had a bye week. The rumor was there Lincoln Riley disappeared for four or five days. Nobody knew where he was at. And that was the whole – everybody put two and two together – and they said, you know what? We think that's when he made the deal. And there were small rumors going around that Lincoln Riley made a deal with, at the time, it was LSU yes. during the bye week, right? Yep. OU came back to play those last three games. Now, they were 9-0. and If they win out, they're probably going to make the college football playoff, going to win the Big 12, all that kind of stuff. They had played bad, and then Caleb got the starting job, and they started to play a lot better. They were playing better. They went to Baylor and played one of the worst games ever under Lincoln Riley, probably the worst and got beat 21 to seven. They came home and played an Iowa state team that wasn't very good. It was one of the worst football games I've ever sat through. It was awful. Oh, you won. Then they went to Oklahoma state. They got beat. They played better. They got beat. My point is if he again has one foot out the door, Mm -hmm. does that explain just inexplicably how bad Caleb Williams was last week? Is this thing, hey, we're, we we both have one foot out the door. Let's just get this over with and go on. Is that, could you that know, be what's that, happening? That's a good point. Yeah. It's a good point. I, um, it it feels, the way they looked kind of disinterested, kind of like they didn't care, just like, let's get this over with. It reminded me of those two games, yeah. Iowa State and Baylor, where we kind of looked at each other, talking about you and I, and we said, what? What is wrong with them? They looks like they look sick almost. That's it, what that last game reminded me. Anyway, go ahead. It's a possibility. Um, I think it's the rumors, or I don't know what's fact that he, uh, that Caleb Williams going around telling people whoever drafts me, I want part ownership of the team. Right. Yeah. It's total BS. Total BS. We seen this from the Williams camp, whether it be him yes. or the people around him. Oh, you made a, a lucrative offer to keep Caleb Williams. Yes. It, it was a better offer than anything, anything OU's ever offered anybody. They literally just laughed in their face. And they laughed. did. That, and that's so a fact. Telling. That's not us making stuff up. That that's happened. Tell them what he's making out there. Right. So there is a precedent set already. Yeah. But yeah. So is this causing a divide? Within the team, uh, you have to ask yourself, baby. As Lincoln went on with OU, the team did seem to get more and more divided. Yeah. And is it already happening here? I, I don't know. I Here's what I know. That was – USC's been bad this year at times, right, most of the year. That was a different level of bad. That was awful. That yeah. was horrible. That was just a beat down. You didn't show up. They weren't ready to play. No, you got socked in the mouth and you couldn't respond. And you just kept making mistakes and kept making mistakes. And you see what happens when your best player just plays bad. You don't have anybody that can take take up the slack. And you can say that about a lot of teams. But I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. This this game's going to tell a lot about – USC. Now I have seen some interviews with with Lincoln this this week, and he he's been pretty defiant, you know, and said, "Hey, we're not that far away. 
Yeah. And we're going to, you know, he acts like he's totally invested yep. in the season. I have noticed that this yep. week from yep. him. So we'll see. I, I, I don't know. Uh, to me, this is a rally the troops game. They they're at home. They're against a team that yep. really have very good offense. USC more than capable of winning, right? I mean, oh yeah, they're yeah. not. They're not. I mean, they're they're favorites for a reason. If they win and they win impressively, I I will start to think that okay, he's kind of got the troops rallied. Yeah. If they lose this game, I think he's out. Like I mean, meaning I think he's leaving. I yeah, I, and I, I think the season's going. I go think out. they have major issues. Yes, if they don't. Yeah. If they lose this game, I got to go with the. I think USC bounces back. I think at home, I think they bounce back. So I do too, but, but but logic tells you, you know how that team we saw last week. I don't know. They're going to have to do a lot of a lot of bouncing in the right direction. Well, I'm just going to say this: keep it's a situation. Keep your eye on it because yep. it feels an awful lot how it felt back in 2021. It did. It does. And to be honest, I was. I didn't feel it at the time. You know, we did talk about, man, something's wrong with this team. They're just not very good, or I don't know what. There's no chemistry, whatever. I didn't see it coming that he was going to leave. That totally blindsided me. However, now that I know it and I see the signs again, I'm telling you, there's something to it. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go back to Arizona and Arizona State at Washington. Washington, 26 and a half point favorite here. Washington, man, they, they're building on something. What, yep. what do you, I mean, it should be an easy win here, right? It, should be, it would be a little shaky if they had to go there, but it's at home. So I think they cover easy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Washington easily wins this one as well. UCLA at Stanford. UCLA, 17-point favorite here. Stanford, they're looking for two in a row. A little <laughs> bit tougher challenge this week. Well, the key to them is to get behind by 29 right. at the half and then yep. come out and play great second half. Mm -hmm. uh, 17, uh, UCLA, I don't know how good they are either. They didn't play very well at Oregon State. Well, Oregon State's pretty good. Mm -hmm. They should cover. They, right, they're 17 better than Stanford. Okay, so Gabe, he says, LOL is such a hurt OU fan saying he's out. Riley's making far too much money to kick the can at first sign of adversity. <clears throat> well, I heard Dan Patrick talk about it for like 15 minutes. I don't think he's an OU fan. I heard uh, Bruce Feldman talk about it, college football reporter on the uh, Rich Eisen show. And I don't think either one of those guys are OU fans. No. The USC media people that are reporting it, I sure as hell know they're not OU fans. Mm -mm. You didn't hear me say it the first six weeks of the season, but when you look at how he's how the team played, you looked how they played after he had already made the decision to leave Oklahoma in the middle of the season for USC. And then all these guys are talking about it. What am I supposed to say? Well, all I can do is weigh in on what it felt like when he did it to us. And it feels a lot the same right now. Well, I'm going to say this. And I said it back then. Uh, I've never been a Lincoln Riley fan. I didn't care that he left. Right. Not one damn bit. Did I care no. that he left? It's the way he left that bothered me. Yeah. The lion, the scheming. Uh, just tell the truth. Just just tell the truth. That's all I care. Because if you don't want to be at OU, that's okay. I don't I, I don't care. If you don't want to be there and you and you'd rather be somewhere else, that's your prerogative. And if he doesn't want to be at USC and goes to pros, I don't care either. 
I don't. I mean, that's his prerogative. Well, you gave me a missed show uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, well, it was last week. Me caring what Lincoln Riley does officially ended when when the score ended uh, like it did down at Dallas. <laughs> when OU beat Texas 34 to 30, that officially killed any yeah. care I have of Lincoln Riley doing anything. But this is a sports show, and I can. We do have USC fans that listen to the show like Rodney, and uh, there's one other I can't remember that always chimes in. They might want to know. Yeah, you might have to replace the coach, and this is what he did when we had him. You might do that again. Kind of feeling a whole lot like it. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I would keep an eye on the story. Let's put it that way. Yeah, something's up. Yeah, something's weird. I'm telling you. They're a hell of a lot better than they played at Notre Dame. I mean, oh, they flat are. out, they're better. So we'll see. All right. Do you want to do NFL? Well, we don't have to spend a long time on it. <laughs> I guess we'll do it. We spent a ton of time on college. Um, That's because the NFL is horrible right now. Well, here's the deal. It's, and I, I loved watching the NFL. Let me, let me start off with that. I find the NFL extremely boring this year. That's what I mean. It's not good. I don't think the play, I don't think anybody's playing all that well. They're not. And there's too many penalties and I'm yeah. not blaming the refs. I'm just saying there's too many penalties. There's too many false starts. Uh, there's no continuity on offense. It's just not very good right now. It's been brutal watching some of these yeah. games. Uh, you know, you, you th think about, okay, I'm going to watch the Jets and uh, and the Bills the other night. That was awful. Like what part of that game was, I mean, you might say, oh, it's 14 to 9. You know, it's a close game or this or that or whatever. It's like, yeah, but it was an they're not. it's an awfully played horrible. game. T Swift has made it entertaining. Even like the Chiefs, who you could usually count on for a fun, they're not any fun to watch right now. 19 to 8 yeah. against Denver. That was one of the worst games I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, it was a horrible game. And yeah. it was seems like any any primetime game has kind of been like that. Dolphins, Gabe says that's true. They've been exciting. They yep. have been fun for sure. So there is an exception there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The 49ers up until last week. Yes. Agree. But overall, it's pretty painful to watch. It's been bad. It's been bad. Going into this one tonight. Yeah. So let, again, Jaguars at the Saints. It's it's it sounds like Trevor Lawrence is not going to play. Let's just assume he's not. The line says he's not. Yeah. The speculation is he's going to be out. Don't hold us to it. Maybe he does play, but I don't think he's going to. So you got the the Trevor Lawrence, you know, uh, it's now C.J. Beathard or Badhart, however you say his name, is going to be the quarterback for the Jags against the Saints, led by Derek Carr. Saints are two and a half point favorites. I mean, this is this is what we're talking about. Yeah. Like, what's fun about this game? Now, Dennis, you're a Saints fan. You're excited, but I don't know. I think the Saints win without Lawrence. I really do. I do too. Yeah. I think the Saints get it done with no Trevor Lawrence. I I think the Saints get it done. I do too. Yeah. Now, what about this next one? This is a thriller. This okay, so let's go to Sunday. <laughs> and again, I, as we go through this, I'm just going to point out what I'm trying to say here. The Raiders and the Bears, I mean, a dog of a game. The Raiders are 3-point favorites on the road here against Chicago. What I mean, I guess the Raiders, right? Well, I would hope. Yeah. But these okay, the mediocrity of these teams makes these games equal. Both yeah. of them suck. Yeah. They're none of them. They're not any good. Neither one of them. So no. you think you can't conceivably say 
The Raiders are three and three. The Bears are one and five. The Raiders are a lock. No, no way are they a lock because mm -mm. they're so similar. They're both horrible. Yep. Yep. Who you got? <laughs> I take the Raiders. All right, we'll take the Raiders. The Browns, they got a huge win, right? <laughs> Big win. The Browns, they got a quarterback who doesn't really want to play. It doesn't. I don't know if he's going to play or not. I can't give you he's any insight on that. Day to day, and he just doesn't know yet. He hasn't practiced. No. Take on the Colts quarterback that's hurt. You know, I mean, going to have to go with uh with the what's his name again? Minshew again. I mean, Cleveland two and a half point favorite. Who you got? I'm. I'll take the Colts. <laughs> well, Cleveland's coming off a tremendous win. Here we are. We thought the 49ers were the greatest thing since peanut butter and they go to Cleveland without their quarterback without Cleveland. By the way, Brock Purdy was awful. Yep. He wasn't very good in that game. And they got a lot of guys hurt that game. That's right. <laughs> they yep. got beat. Yep. Give me Indy. I'm going Indy as well. I think this is a game Cleveland loses. I'm, I'm with you. Go Indy. Okay. The bills, they're playing like shit in my opinion. Exactly. No offense for your bills. They look, they have for the, Maybe a game or two they've looked good. For the majority of the time, they look like shit. But there's nobody that's looked worse than the no. Patriots. No. Give me Buffalo. Buffalo's eight-and-a-half-point favorites. I I, I'll it. take Buffalo. Well, what were they against the Giants? Weren't they like 15-and-a-half? Yeah. yeah. They were 15-and-a-half against the Giants. Yeah. And won by five and were damn lucky to win and at Ty all. I mean, Tyrod Taylor played for the Giants. And, I, mean, I Look. People might get people always get mad at me. That's probably a better option than their first stringer, Daniel Jones. He's so awful. It, but anyway, Tyrod, it didn't make this, any difference. But, but yeah, I mean, they, the, the Giants had a, had a great about. shot to beat them. This is one of the best, supposedly one of the best teams in the league, the Bills. If that's the best you've got, your league sucks. Yeah. 14 to nine over the Giants at yep. home with their backup quarterback and should have lost. Yeah. And, Almost got or did get beat against the Jacksonville Jaguars in London. Looked yeah. like shit. I mean, they haven't looked very good. No, but they better beat the Patriots because uh, Georgia could beat the Patriots probably. They're so bad. Yeah, They're I got to take the Bills. They got yeah. huge problems. Yep. All right. Both on the Bills there. <laughs> Commanders and the Giants. Awful. It's in New York. That I mean, the Commanders are two and a half point favorites. I listen, I can't figure this freaking commanders team no. you know i i thought they played well against the falcons they played great i think if they play that well again i think they'll win this game i'll take them but me too you're gonna take them well, yeah but again why am i as an outside fan even gonna care to uh, these are horrible no i mean it's awful it's not getting any better Falcons and the Buccaneers, two mediocre teams. Tampa Bay, two and a half point favorite here at home to a team that just lost to the Commanders. Tampa Bay only favored by two and a half. Well, we went through like five games and we've had one team above 500. Yeah. I mean, these games are horrible. Two. Yeah. And this one's just as bad. This will be 17 to 13, boring as shit. It'll be awful. <laughs> It'll be terrible. As a guy uh, who's watched Tampa, they're not fun to watch. No, you get a first down. Oh man, we got a holding penalty. Huh? They bring that right. back, and we we beautiful uh, uh, pass, and, and somebody I don't know just just re oh false start or right somebody jumps off sides or 
pass interference, and then it's pass interference on the offense, and it just uh, just goes on and on. Yep. Falcons and the Bucks. Give me the Bucks in this one. Give me the Falcons. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of down on the Bucks. I didn't look good now here's a lot. decent game. This is a good one. Yeah. So this is the only game in the noon window to watch. The Lions and the Ravens. Mm-hmm. It's been a really good game. Two pretty good teams. Lions have proven yeah. it now. They're five and one. They are playing really great. Yeah. Ravens, I think, are playing pretty good too. They're four and two. Yeah. You know, they've had kind of the dumb Ravens loss that mm-hmm. they usually have. Ravens, three point favorites here against the Lions. Who you got? This is another prove it for me game for the Lions. I think it's a prove it game for both teams. I do too, but I'm you know more for the because I know what Baltimore is. Agree. I, I know what they are. Yeah. They're 10 and 7, 11 and 6 at best. Yep. Nine and eight at worst. The Lions have a chance because they're in a terrible division. Yep. They have a chance to be really special. So this is a really big one for me. I think they're better than the Ravens. Give me the Lions. Lions. I think the Lions are better. I think I, I think the I said it last week and it it kind of came to be true. The Lions front seven. It's really good. Yeah, it is. And I think they'll be able to control uh, the running game for Baltimore. And I think they'll be able to get after Lamar enough. I And, and again, you look at the Lions offense, it's it's pretty darn good. Um, they're good. They're solid. Give me the Lions. I think they're going to go to Baltimore and beat them. So yep. I'm with you. Outright, Lions win. Steelers and the Rams. This is a decent game. I mean, it's a helmet game. Um, the it. Rams are three-point favorites here. I don't think the Steelers are very good, but. Here they sit at three and two. You could probably say the same about the Rams. I don't think they're good, but they're no. they're three and three. Who you got here? This is mediocre against mediocre plus, right? I uh, agree, and I think the plus is the Rams. I do too. Yeah. So I'll go with the Rams right. and the home home field. Well, no, Pittsburgh will have the home field. I'll say this: a thousand percent will be a home field for the for That's the Steelers. Right. Yeah, I, I mean a thousand percent. But the Rams are used to it, so I'm going to go Rams. All right, let's keep going here. We've got the Cardinals and the Seahawks, a match made in heaven here. Yeah. Cardinals are trying; they're just horrible. Yeah. Seahawks, this I mean they this, they they got to win. Seahawks got to win this game. They got to win. I don't yeah. know if they'll win by eight though. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I think they will. Give me the Seahawks. All right. I agree with you, but I I'll be surprised. I won't be surprised if it's close. One of the worst franchises in the country right now, uh, no matter the sport, that's the Denver Broncos. They're yeah. a joke once again this season. One in five. You thought it couldn't get worse last year? Oh, it's way worse this year. They also the Packers, who are also awful and have no quarterback. This is going to be a horrific game. Green Bay's a one point favorite. That's right. Denver's so bad. Yeah, but Green Bay's only favored by one, which tells you, you how bad. It. You talk about who got? You talk about a helmet game, Green Bay and Denver. That's a helmet game. They're three and eight between them. They are absolutely unwatchable. They're awful. Neither one of them. Green Bay, one point. They, this is unreal. I, I, I'll go. Who even cares? I'm, I'm going to take the Broncos. I'll, I'll take Denver as well. <laughs> God, how gross is that? That's oh, awful. <laughs> I, I think Jordan loves awful. I do too. I don't understand why people forget in the season. Like, I think Jordan Love would be pretty good. It's like, if you watch that guy yeah. when he got in, he was awful. Yeah. 
They're so, they're not even good. I don't know. All right, let's keep going. The games. Uh, th- okay, now this is an interesting game because it's the Chargers, and they're always interesting, entertaining, not good. Kansas City five and a half point favorites at home against the Chargers. Who you got? I got so mad at them the other night. <laughs> Did they you bet you? Okay, listen, you bet the Chargers. I know. So that's your own fault. You I agree. Better. They should have won that game a hundred times. Now, my buddy and I were talking about this. He's kind of a Chiefs fan, and he he's he scared death of Chargers, and he made a very good point. He goes, they'll play a great game. You watch. They will come in there and play a great game, and he said, we'll win, but we're going to have to play really good to beat them, and I totally agree with him. I think they will play well. Yeah. Is it just me, or have the Chargers wasted Justin Herbert and he's just turning into an average quarterback now because I think he is so frustrated with losing that he's lost some confidence. I thought he was terrible the other night. Uh, I think he's gone down a notch because they're so bad, and that franchise is a joke. And, uh, again, but then you look at the Chiefs. Are they not the worst five and one team? <laughs> I mean, they've well, not been impressive and they've played nobody. Yeah. That's the thing. They haven't played anybody. Well, and the one time they played a good team, they got beat. That's right. This is probably the second best team they've played when you get right down to it. Yeah. They haven't really played any. Well, now they play Jacksonville. That's probably their best win. So they should cover. They're better than they are. Uh, the Chargers are just, I don't know how they can keep from slugging each other (laughs) i'd get some mad at there's so much talent on that field for them to be two and three i'm gonna go the chiefs to cover chiefs for me and i i think what's happening to herbert he's getting beat down like he's he's taking a lot of hits he's getting beat down and i think players realize when the coaches suck and i think that's 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 a lot of it it's it's awful it reminds me of uh, Nick Chubb with the Browns. It's just like, God, he doesn't waste his career there. And <laughs> That's right. You feel like Herbert's going to do the same. Now, you know, maybe he'll do a Matthew Stafford type thing later in the uh, seat in his uh, career and, and go, go somewhere, somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what you got to root for. So, because okay. it's not happening with that situation currently. That, no. that much I know for sure. Give me the Chiefs. I, 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 I'm not betting the Chargers. That's crazy. All right, let's go on. Dolphins and the Eagles. This is a good game. Now this it's is good. good. We've we've shit on a lot of these games. This is this is a a, a fantastic game. Yeah. Eagles coming off a loss. Dolphins pretty prolific offensively. Uh, uh, Philadelphia two and a half point favorite here against Miami. Who you got? Uh, the Eagles played awful. I don't know if they played awful, but they dropped passes. My gosh, Hertz got mad after the game. I see, see where he called them out. Yep. Uh, Two and a half point favorites. The Dolphins flunked their big test when they went to Buffalo. They got thumped. Not sold on them yet. I will be if they beat the Eagles. They ain't going to. Give me the Eagles to beat the Dolphins. I could see this one going either way. Uh, I, I took the Eagles as well. I would not be surprised if the Dolphins beat them. Uh, the Eagles, I think, will bounce back. I think that that was a good wake-up call for them. I think they're going to bounce back. I think they're going to play better. So, yeah, I will take the Eagles as well in this one. Let's keep it going. Last one on Monday Night Football, the 49ers and the Vikings. 49ers, seven-point favorites here on the road against the Vikings. Who you got? Don't like the line real well. The Vikings, I think, is a little better than 
people think. Uh, Monday Night Football in Minnesota. 49ers are going to win. I'm going to take the Vikings plus seven. All right. You're going with the Vikings plus the seven. Um, I'll take the... Uh. <laughs> I'm this way on every pro game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, give me, give me the 49ers. Give me the 49ers. I, I can't, I can't take Let me that. ask you this. What if Brock Purdy comes out and plays bad again in this game? I think or, is everybody going to start going, oh, we told you he wasn't that good. I think all of us are waiting for it. Yeah. I think all of us are sitting, all of us, okay, back up. All of us that actually pay attention to football are like, I, this can't continue, but then we look stupid week and week after week after week. But I, I don't think he's any good still. I'm still not sold. (laughs) So what I'm saying is if they lose again, okay. Yeah. Two in a row. And I say he doesn't play very well. He misses some receivers and things like he did mm-hmm. in Cleveland. Uh, they're going to suddenly be five and two. Mm-hmm. This uh, was the team that was unbeatable after five games. You know, they were way above everybody else rating wise. You know, everybody had them as the best team. What's going to happen after if they lose two in a row and he doesn't play very well? I think <laughs> we'll be on the show next week previewing yeah. whoever they're playing, and we'll be like, well, he's not any good. We told you guys he's not any good. I mean, that's just – and look, I think part of it is, hey, th- those good players got hurt. CMC got hurt. Debo got hurt. Debo and, did get hurt, and that makes a big difference, yes. But I think, I think that's a lot of it. I'm not yeah. downplaying that at all, but – Overall, he just didn't. He just didn't. You know, there were other issues. Like he just didn't look very good. That, of course, no. they didn't really protect him that well either. No. In that game. Um, they so just got I don't know. What's they got that? hammered around. He the did Brown hammered him. Yeah, yeah. And they, I, they weren't ready to play. I mean, those guys yeah. went up there and they got hurt. And it's the Browns, and they brought yeah. that out. Oh, we'll still beat them, and then and they were okay. coming off the Dallas game. Don't and forget. honestly, they should have. They missed a field goal. They would have beat them. That's you right. Know? Like so, <laughs> yeah. they were coming off that Dallas game where everybody yeah. said they were superstars. Yeah, and it's yeah. the NFL. Maybe. Yep. That's what happened? Exactly. Exactly. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? I thought you said you had some topics, or have we gone too long? Uh no. The Lincoln Riley thing was my big one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was my big one. So, um, I'm like you. I'm done with him. I don't care what he does. Not really. I mean, I I still think it's funny when he loses, but it's like, yeah, it's. Yeah. Last year was hard because they were so good and we weren't, and yeah, you're like, oh well, we we were wrong on that one, you know. Yeah, and then you lost those late season games. Said, okay, well, we were wrong about the OU situation. We were right about him, and now you find it's like, oh no, we were right about everything as like always. Yeah, <laughs> I don't truly believe that, but yeah, I mean it, it's 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 easier this year for sure. And I I just wonder too. I think this is another sign that pro football is boring. Is my goodness, yeah. How long are we going to keep up with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? My God, I am so sick of this. It's the only thing interesting other than the Dolphins. So, <laughs> oh, it's just crazy. By the uh, way, is, he, is Husker Bush is running tomorrow? 
Yes. So Hawks, uh, Hawks asked the question uh, off topic, but is anybody going to be at Keeneland tomorrow to watch Husker Butch set the track record? Uh, yeah. Husker Butch running in the fourth race tomorrow at Keeneland uh, starter allowance race. I think, uh, I think he's six to one uh, field of seven, I believe. So what's he in? What's he in? Starter allowance. What is a, like 10,000, 15,000? What's it? Uh, let me, I, I was going to pull it up here. Hold on. Let me stop sharing that for a minute. I'll pull up the race. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to be there to ask the answer the question, and I had planned on it. So the original plan was to enter like Wednesday or Thursday, uh, so yesterday or today, and I would have went. But the problem is, you know, we're OU season ticket holders, and we've got, you know, 11 a.m. kickoff, and it's like I can't be at Keeneland Friday afternoon and then come back. I, that's too much for me. Um, so – I'm not going to do it. All right, here we go. So it's a starter allowance, 30K, $52,000 purse. So, uh, yeah, he's drawn uh, post seven. Um, so he's drawn outside. So we'll see what happens. He's six to one. And that six will be – so tomorrow for the Daily Show, that'll be the race of the day. That'll be the one we talk about. Six to one at Keeneland. They've got mm -hmm. a little respect for him. So originally um, – kind of texted us and said we're going to enter him uh, for this race if it comes up really tough we'll we might scratch and go next week there's a, i think there's a claimer and uh then uh they drew the race obviously he got in obviously and he kind of looked at it and it's like well i just run him because i i don't think this is the best field you'll ever see hmm. um so i i don't know like i think I think he can compete. I don't think he's going to win, but I like where he's drawn. I, I, the field isn't much. I, I think he's got a shot, um, but it's kind of cool to run a Keeneland. Pretty cool. Uh, you know, didn't really think yeah. I'd have my name uh, on a horse running a Keeneland, but there we are. So he's got a shot. We'll he's see what happens. He's got guts. That's for sure. He does have guts. Yeah. He does have guts. Yeah. Not up for the claim. Um, you know, and I think things change race to race day to day, but I think the idea for now is to run him here and then maybe get one in at Churchill and then Oakland. So we're kind of, you know, but it's hard to plan. You never know what will happen to a horse day by day. So we'll see. Right. Yep. All right. Yeah. Um, you want to claim another horse? I have one for you. I don't know. Let me know who it is. Say who it is. I'll, I'll look him up. Uh, Jason poses a very, very important question. Okay. You can only have one of these for the rest of your life. Would you rather have chips or ice cream? Mm. That's, that's a good one. That's easy for me. Chips. Chips? Heather, would you rather have chips or ice cream? You can only have one the rest of your life. <laughs> Heather says ice cream. <laughs> Well, I can get, you know, ice cream. I can get my chocolate fix from a candy bar or my sweet fix from a cookie or something like that. I love potato chips. I just love them. Fritos. Yeah. Uh, any kind of chip. I don't like Doritos that well. But uh, I remember 100 years ago, I went on a slim fast diet. Uh-huh. That was the hardest thing for me to give up was chips. I could see that. I, 
I, I got I'm in the chips category as well. Most yeah. people are. Uh, I like Gabe ice says, cream. Don't get me wrong. I do. Yeah, yeah. Gabe says chips. Shoddy with the chips. Dennis says chips. You and I say chips. Jason, does this mean ice cream? He, he I think, I think Jason may be leaning towards ice cream. I did see that too. I like ice cream an awful lot. I like ice cream. Yeah, but I, I think chips. I think I could live without ice cream. See, here's the deal. Ice cream's hard to eat in the winter when it's cold. Ice cream for Michael. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> so we're getting some ice cream love now, Jason. Sounds like and Michael and and Heather. So it's it's yeah. We're even in the score here. That's a, that's good. Uh, other thing, chips very robust category. You can have all kinds of flavors. This that. That's I mean, right. of course well, you good with too. ice cream too. Yeah, there's all kinds of flavors with ice. Well, cream. Well, in ice cream, you got your you got your ice cream bars. You know, like ice cream sandwiches and, and, and those kind of things, you know? Yeah. Uh, then you got just ice cream. You got ice cream cones, you a bowl of ice cream. You got all kinds of stuff. So Jason, uh, with the North Country reference there, Stewart's ice cream in January is delicious. Uh, Jason, I've had uh, ice cream from Stewart's in the winter up in Plattsburgh and other places. So I, I get it. It's, I it's don't a- eat a lot of ice cream in the winter. I'll say that. I would say this, like when we go up to the North Country, in the winter, you're more likely to go to Stewart's because uh, up there in the summertime, there's like little, little like ice cream stands, so to speak. They're not, I mean, they're built kind of buildings, but there's little ice cream places everywhere you could go, unique places. In the winter, man, it's just Stewart's. All those other places are closed. So hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. Adirondack Bear for the win. I've had it. Yep. It is very good. I can't, I can't argue. Do you like, hey, have you ever had Adirondack Bear no. Oh, you haven't. Hmm. Wow. Oh boy. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Well, maybe. Hey, you're going up there soon. Maybe you could get some. Okay. What's that? What's, um, the name of that? what's that name of that place in in uh, Norman? That's a chain, Black Bear or something like that. Uh oh, the ice cream sandwich place. Yeah. Hmm. I cannot think of it. I think it. I think it is black bear, isn't it? Bear. Hold on. Polar bear now. Black bear ice cream. Boy, it's good. I know that. Yeah, it is. It's called the black bear. Yeah. Mm, It's good. Yeah. Is it? I don't think that's it. I don't either. There are there there are ice cream places called black bear ice cream, but I don't think it's not that. Could be the polar bear. I don't know. It is it's not matter. polar bear either. <laughs> it's something. We'll, we'll report back next week. Um. Anyway, any. Let's see. Let's see. Cold Stone. Yeah, that's good. I've yeah, had Cold it. Stones is good. Yep. Yep. That's very good. Very yep. good. Um, it's hard to go wrong with either one of those chips or. Yep. Or ice cream. Yep, I agree. I agree. That was a very good question. Yep. It, it it is, and again, I would just go the ice cream because I don't eat a lot of ice cream in the winter, and I eat chips all year round. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Michael, you guys, where was that? You're dumping that horse that you've got. What's the name of that horse again? I I bet it. Uh, Sunday or Saturday? I can't remember. He was the five. So you're gonna put him in for a claim? Yeah, I'd take that one. He looks pretty good to me. So, I think he could outrun Butch. So we'd probably take him. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts? 
I'm trying to find that ice cream shop. Uh, <laughs> the baked, the baked bear. Baked, yeah, that's it. The baked bear. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was I knew there was a bear in there. So the baked bear. Let's see if there's any. Let me look here. Uh I'm trying to. It's not wanting block. I just want to click on this. Here we go. The baked bear. I'm trying to see if where they're at. Mm. I don't know, but anyway, it's an ice cream. Uh, it's ice cream, uh, ice cream sandwich, and you could pick any ice cream and any kind of cookie. Yeah, uh, it's super good. It's really good. Yeah, they got them at the hockey game in in St. Louis. Yeah, they got them in St. Louis. Um, I never knew that until the last hockey game I went to. I saw it. So. Yeah. Uh, location. Oh gosh, they're everywhere. Alabama, California, Florida, Georgia, Maryland, New Jersey, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Texas all has them. Okay. So the baked bear, if you ever see one, get it. That's good. good. Yep. Recommend it. All right. Well, we better get off here. Um, Blinkers off going to come up at 4 p.m. Central. So no magic mic today. Um, so that means Blinkers off is going to take that spot. So Blinkers off coming on at 4 p.m. Central. It's going to be a good one. We're going to talk all about the Breeders' Cup uh, future wagers. Those are out. Um, you can find them at some books anyway, uh, some legal, some illegal. But we're going to go through them all, kind of give our thoughts on that. Um, kind of a schedule of things. This week is just you know more of that kind of talk. Next week, the pre-entries come out on Wednesday. So we're going to have a good idea on Wednesday who's running uh, in the races next Wednesday. And, then of course, the next week is the Breeders' Cup. So the lead-up is kind of planned out here. Uh, it's going to be pretty fun. You're dumping ever a rebel. I don't want that one. Um, so anyway, (laughs) I think I know, hold on. Um, so we're going to get out of here as I look up Michael's horse that they're putting in for a claim. Um, yeah, no, I don't want that one. So, uh, no, uh, anyway, we're going to get out of here now. It's going to be pretty fun. Blinkers off coming up. That will be a, a lot of fun, without any doubt. And hold on, confession. I listened to Blinkers Off late and thought Aaron was trolling. Go, yeah. So we did a whole show on who's going to be a Breeders' Cup stud. I said Echo Zulu, and less than 24 hours later, she was injured. So mm. there you go. All right. All right, guys, we're going to get off of here. I'll see you back here in a couple hours. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this one. It's been a good one. We'll see you here in a bit. Like this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit.